Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Heron, and we are less than a week away from season 16 of The Bachelorette. And I have pulled out all the stops for the last episode before the premiere. Later on, you're going to hear from Tyler Cameron, the OG Tyler C., who spoke to me about Claire's season, Matt James' season, and of course, his relationship with Hannah Brown. But first, I have a panel of experts to help me dive deeper into the men that we're going to meet on the premiere and make some final predictions. You know and love Fran and Rhea from their very successful podcast, Instagram Chicks in the Office. Hello, ladies. Hello. Thank you for having us. Hello. We are very excited to talk about this season with you guys. And Kelly Lasky, Us Weekly social media editor, is also here with me. Hello, Kelly. Hey, guys. So happy you're here. So you guys cover The Bachelor pretty extensively on Chicks in the Office. And it's been two months, right, of us guessing what the heck is going on in Palm Springs, reports, denials, photos, sketchy photos of well-serving drinks that Us Weekly published. Um, And (laughs) so I just want to know, first of all, what your initial instinct was when you heard all this was going down. Do you think Claire really locked herself in a closet? Do you think it was much calmer? Like, what, what are your thoughts? My initial thoughts was this was all kind of hot air because we they have been off air for quite some time. And I felt like we're really trying to build up the drama, build up the expectations for this season, get people ready to see like the craziest season ever happen. But as we get closer... I I do think it is going to be pretty wild. I don't necessarily think that Claire, you know, walked off the walked out of Palm Springs and was like goodbye. Like I, you know, this like being you know defying everybody around them. I think most likely behind the scenes there was a conversation where it was like, okay, she's clearly done. How do we spin this in the best situation we can? Which was you know, teasing this and making it seem like Claire is getting replaced. (laughs) I feel like ever since Matt James was announced as The Bachelor, everybody's been looking forward to his season and everyone kind of forgot about Claire or was kind of like, you know, we're excited for Claire, but we're really excited for Matt James. And so I maybe think that, yes, Claire did feel like extra feelings for Dale and she was falling really hard and maybe she was telling producers that and I feel like maybe I don't really know much and the producer aspect of The Bachelor blows my mind because they really can manipulate anything so I feel like maybe they were like well if you want to 
leave with Dale. Like you can leave with Dale. We'll bring somebody else in. And then that's actually something that's never been done before. So I feel like every season, The Bachelor is like, it's the most dramatic season yet. And you always see something that has never happened. So I feel like it's like, all right, they're, you know, not maybe running out of options, but a lot of stuff has happened in the past few years, like very dramatic seasons. I know. I always say ever since Colton jumped that fence, it like reset something like the show has not had like a normal ending or traditional at all. And it's amazing to watch. But as a viewer, part of me feels like they're going to get even more involved to try to one up themselves. And it's going to start to get maybe like a little jump the sharky, which I mean, the show is like absurd anyway. But I'm worried as a fan after all these years that they might not just give us like a normal ending, even though I kind of want one. Do you want one? Or are you all on the like, give me all the I Rhea knows this is how I am with like, sometimes The Bachelor, sometimes Dancing with the Stars. Like, (laughs) I I just want... I just want this show to go how it's supposed to go, which is like the, it's, you know, the grandmother in me that's like, why is, why is it the right things happening? But I also felt like because, you know, Colton, Hannah, Peter, everything was such a a crazy situation and every ending was so wild that they picked Claire thinking like she's older. She wants to find someone. She's going to fall in love. We know like, that's just her, we haven't had a show that Claire has been on where she hasn't fallen in love, like in some capacity. So let's make her the bachelorette. We'll give her the best odds. She'll find someone and we'll bank like one finale where there is actual, like a real genuine proposal um, where it maybe works out to the live show. And then it just blew up and it did not, did not go in, in that direction. But I, I would really love because I like the crazy. I do like the crazy, but we've had three seasons of crazy. So I was kind of like, oh, you know, it would be sweet if we have just one, a, a, a winner and they actually love each other and they stay together. But it, that really um, hasn't happened. I mean, I guess since Ari. I just don't think that Chris Harrison can be like teasing this as the most dramatic season ever. Like, because we kind of like know to an extent what's going to happen. And I don't think it's going to be a level of like an Ari and like a Lauren B or like a Jason Mesnick and Melissa Rycroft. Like that's like so dramatic to the point where I think this person is like going to be hurt partially like forever. Like, I just think it's a lot. So I just think that for them to say that this is the most dramatic is like a little dramatic, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's like their thing, though, you know, even if it's so dramatic, The Bachelor in itself, everything about the show is the most dramatic thing ever. And sometimes it's cheesy and sometimes it's funny. But I feel like that's what makes it the show. I also feel like there's some stuff that we don't know. You know, we don't know everything. So I feel like there we still might be shocked. And if we're not, they're going to do something to shock us like they did with Peter season when they got Barb and sat her in the audience and made her just shade uh yeah. madison the whole time wow i don't trust i Barb, i know i don't trust like a lot of men in the world but i trust chris harrison so That's i very you know true. i i i don't think he would steer us wrong because every season he says most dramatic and we're like ah chris you're getting us again and then the season ends and we're like damn chris you were kind of right so he has not led yeah, us astray before true. 
I also spoke to Jojo recently who, you know, filled in for Chris for a few episodes. And she was saying like, I don't want to say dramatic because I know that's what everyone says, but she's like, I got in there and I had no idea what the hell was going on. And I was just thrown in and it was insane. And she's like, I don't even know what's going to make the cut. I don't know what I can say, but it was like the most, like basically batch it two weeks of her life. So I'm, I'm hoping that that's going to help us too. Love, um, love before, it. Before we jump into the guys, I also just wanted to throw out Reality Steve recently claimed, which I know take everything Reality Steve say, says with a grain of salt because he has some success, but I feel like in recent years, we've been a little rocky. It's there. been a um, yeah. 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 Um, I mean, shout out to him for even like making this his job. But um, he said that <laughs> it was production's plan before Claire's season started. They knew Claire would be removed at some point during the season and replaced by with Tasha. Did Claire know? No. Did the guys know? No. But production sure as hell did. Trying to imply that because they got Tasha into this Palm Springs resort so quickly amid the pandemic that it was all pre-planned. I don't believe that, but I don't really either, to be quite honest. That is, and I see Rhea's face. I feel like she definitely believes it, but I I love that you're different though. (laughs) I, I don't know. I think that is a level of manipulation that I'm sure this show reaches at some, at some points, maybe, you know, and then the only, the only thing that makes me think it is possible is because they did get so hardcore called out for, their lack of diversity. And I think it's like, they potentially could have been like, oh shit, we have Claire. Um, You know, we couldn't have gone with the more cookie cutter white woman. So how do we like, is there any way to save this? Um, And, and that, and if that's the situation that sucks because they're just trying to cover their ass there. And that's a bad look regardless. Yeah, I don't know. I go back and forth kind of like Fran, but I guess I lean more towards it actually being production. I also think it has to do with, you know, I have to say, I didn't watch The Bachelor as long as everyone else here, I feel like, has. Um, I kind of started watching, I think my first season was Caitlin Brissow. I watched like halfway through to the end, sort of like in and out. Didn't really pay that much attention, wasn't super into it. Um, and then I kind of got more and more into it, but I feel like that's when social media started playing a big, big role in it. And we started hear hearing more about producers. So I feel like I didn't have that time to be naive to mm. the show at all. So now I'm o- automatically thinking like, oh, the producer set that up. The producer set that up. Sometimes I do like to be naive, like, and just be like, oh, maybe that did happen. But then the other side is telling me. I don't know. It feels like it feels like something like I said before, what haven't we done yet? We haven't had some uh, l- let a bachelorette or bachelor leave. That's true. It's it's a little it's a little suspicious. It's definitely Well, suspicious. I wonder I wonder if this is going to like open up that door for future seasons. Like I'm sure I think Caitlin Bristow wanted to leave with Sean Booth like very early on she knew from the start. I know that jo- uh, Jojo and Jordan Right. I know that Jojo and Jordan had like an immediate connection too. And I'm sure they would have wanted to leave. So then I think that this is going to like affect the whole premise of the show. Like if I met someone like immediately and knew like this is the one, but then had to like imagine going through all of this with like 30 other guys, like half of them are freaks, whatever. Like, I don't know that if like, I don't know, I probably would want to leave early too. So it kind of opens up that discussion where is this going to be a thing now? It definitely does. But I think that each season there's different rules for different bachelors and bachelorettes, you know, mm-hmm. and the producers, like that's, that's, what's crazy. Cause we always say, you know, the rules are, there are no, there are no rules on this show, but I, I think that they lay down different qualifications like for each person. And 
the pressure of being the bachelor or bachelorette. Like you could have Claire who maybe is like, I really, really like this someone. And they're like, okay, explore that. Maybe that's possible. And if you have, maybe that happened with Jojo and she's like, well, you know, Jordan, I really like this guy. They're like, I'm sorry. You got, you can't, you, you, you have to keep talking to everybody else. And in that position, you're just kind of like, Oh, okay. Like you, I don't really, you know, how hard is it to really fight against these people? <laughs> I, I think the contract might get a little more ironclad moving forward, right. depending yeah. on how this plays out. I mean, maybe they'll always have a backup person now. Someone wants to be done. You're just hoping your phone rings if you're the backup plan to get your shot. Yeah, you're kind of like the understudy. Exactly. To put it in Broadway terms, yes. these people are now theatrical. <laughs> I feel like Hannah yeah. Ann would just always be like ready to go. Like Hannah Ann should just be there. Like yeah. I, I mean, we would have <laughs> She yeah. has, like, I know she has a bag packed at all times. Yeah. She's got a bachelorette sitting there. Yeah. She's got a bachelorette bat phone just waiting for it to ring. Which we, did, we did see photos of her there. I assume she was just hosting a date or something. Cause I know like yeah. Becca and Rachel hosted dates. Ashley, I and Jared hosted dates. I think they just were panicking and they were like, if Tasha's relationships, with these guys don't work, maybe the the fans will be distracted by like, Oh look, Ashley, I and Jared are there to host a date. That's fine. Like who cares if it's not working? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I feel like everyone got excited and because there wasn't a lot going on. So people saw rumors. They started believing them. Oh, my God. Are they going to have a battle of the bachelorettes? Becca, Hannah. Meanwhile, Becca I was just doing that narrative. Yeah, no, same. But I was like, Becca, you know, my I had to come to my senses and say, <laughs> uh, Becca just ended her engagement with Garrett. And it wasn't even announced yet. Why would she be going back to be the bachelorette? You'd have to be insane. And you'd have to be insane to think that people would like, I mean, maybe they would support her because they don't, you know, people don't like Garrett and nobody's really a big fan of him right now. Mm-hmm. But in a way they'd be like, all right, maybe take some time for yourself. Like jumping right back to the show. So those were, those were insane. It was a fun time though. It really was. It yeah. got us through the month of August. I feel like just hoping it was Bachelor in Paradise. When we saw Wells, yeah. I was like, oh, it's, why, how, how could he serve a drink any other time? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, Sydney, I feel like Sydney was the randomest one. Like, when they're, when, yeah. like, obviously, people were matching up the tiles with where Sydney was sitting, or maybe she had like a bracelet on, like the crazy Bachelor Nation people. Like, why is Sydney there? Like, I feel like that's like my biggest question out of like anything. I, think I mean, I understand actually, I, but like, yeah. Sydney is so random. I think they and, like hit the nail on the head they, with random yeah. with that one. And they do that stuff on purpose, right? Like, they knew everyone yeah. was freaking out. And so I think a big strategy for them, and I'm sure, you know, they're, they're, social media people were like let's just bring in everyone we possibly can and let everyone freak out all summer long yeah it definitely worked here we are still talking about it just waiting if there's a game seven in the nba finals i'm gonna lose my mind because they're teasing (laughs) how that that might change things and i'm like all right like come on yeah we work together abc like this is They're all yeah. on your network. Like, just move something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yep. Anyway, let's jump into the guys because I know you guys did a full breakdown on your show, but I wanted to highlight some. Did any who stuck out to you, either looks wise or one of the lines that you were just like, what the hell am I reading? So I will say, Rhea and I both thought that these bios were better than seasons past. Like, I we we really like a lot of these guys, and it seems like a. a Hopefully, and you know, it's all, it's all a strategy, right? Like all these guys seem mature and um, ready to be in a relationship. Now we haven't seen any of them on, on TV, but from their bios and the things that were written about them, they all seem like honestly really nice guys. I think, um, you know, I, I don't even really can't even pinpoint like the ones that 
we really loved because there was a bunch that we thought were great. But I will say, like, right off the bat, we liked AJ. We liked Ben. Um, we liked Damar and Easy. Chris Harrison told us that those are like they're like two peas in a pod. Those guys are like the best hype guys ever. So they're great. Um, Joe, we really liked. Zach J was maybe in the mix. So yeah. there's a lot of I think there's there was a lot that stood out to us. Yeah. Uh, exactly what Fran said. Definitely better bios than the years past because usually I get excited to do the uh, bio breakdown because I'm ready to just tear everyone apart. Even though she I know yeah, she roasts them, I just <laughs> roast. Yeah, yeah, it's like the Comedy Central roast. I just have a good time with it, and I get excited. And I was kind of upset this time. I was like. I can't even roast them. Like, what am I supposed to do? Compliment them at this point? Because, you know, once they get on the show and you see their personality, yeah, you start to like them. Uh, but reading the bios, usually not great. This time, really liked mostly everybody. There were some people who stuck out to me. Can't remember his name, but he said that he hates cheese. And I feel like if you just have that in your bio, it's a red flag. Like, I love cheese. Right. People yeah. love cheese. And you have to let everyone know you hate cheese. The war against suspicious. It's suspicious. That's that's like was the interesting thing about these bachelor um, bios. I thought like they were really good for the most part, but then there would always be like one line where I'd be like, okay, why did you include that? Like, I can't remember one guy was pretty normal, but then he had to mention he learned how to make candles in quarantine. Like, (laughs) did you really need to say that? Like, I just felt like a lot of times, like there was another one. um, Bennett is just a walking red flag to me though yeah. he's like walks the high line in his belgian yeah. loafers oh and he mentioned that he was he was went to harvard and he was in like one of those like finals clubs like from the social network yeah i think it's mm-hmm. like the phoenix club like you're like 35 like why are you still talking about a club that you're in college um, in college i mean he was just horrible i feel like but i back to my point like there was like chasen for example who i think looks just like um John B from Outer Oh my Banks. god, that's what I said. I said he looks like said the sa- Rhea I said, said the he same looks thing. like John B's evil twin who like grew up and is just like a little more right. muscular and like older. Wait, oh my god. I didn't even listen to your podcast yet, but like that yeah. so that was one of my one things, but he mentioned he got out of a two-year toxic relationship with a coworker. Out of everything that has happened in your life, this is what I'm going to put in my ABC bio. Like I don't know who like if ABC is like pulling strings or kind of like a like you know, playing any role in that. But I'm just like, chasing. like, you're really like, just this is all about yourself. And let me just talk about that to your relationship with a coworker that was toxic. I think they're setting up either they're gonna maybe I don't think they can bring her on because of like quarantine. I think in, in the past, this would have been something that maybe we would have met this toxic coworker just because she was included. Um, or maybe she'll become a topic, topic of conversation. I have put out a call to action for this toxic coworker to contact me and us weekly <laughs> because I would love to hear why she's so toxic. And I just think it's interesting that they included that. I mean, who knows how much to say the guy had the guys have on what ABC puts up, but they didn't mention X's in a lot of other ones. So that stood out to me. I was like, all right, Jason, who is this woman? And when are we going to meet her? Because I want to know everything about your toxic relationship with your coworker. Yeah, it's like the Victoria F situation when they brought back that girl when they went uh, to her hometown. It was like, would be like that. But like you said, with quarantine, I feel like that can't happen. But something to look out for, for sure. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I love the bios because I do think they are mostly constructed by ABC. I think that they take like, I would guess, all their casting interviews and everything that they've ever asked them and just take all the bits and pieces and turn it into um, one big just hodgepodge of ridiculous things Uh, because I just 
And not that we've re- I don't think we've ever actually specifically asked one of the one of the guys who's been on the show about about their bios, but That's a good question. I Ooh. I'm Why have pretty, we never asked. <laughs> I know, but I'm like pretty positive that they have never had anything to do with it. It would actually I'll, I'm gonna ask right now. Let's okay. continue and we'll see if we get an answer. Well, a live response would be exciting. I know that's yeah. actually kind of a good game if you could find the old bios to read them to the guys and see maybe like if they recognize, if they even knew it was theirs or like, yes, it's funny. Also, Taisha in general. So we kind of know where Claire's story is going to end. But for Taisha, one, do you guys think it's it's not unfair? I don't know what the right word, but like it's bizarre for her to know she's kind of going in as looking at Claire's leftovers, if you want to put it. And for the guys, it's like, why would they? you know, they're supposed to be so in love with Claire, right? Like so quickly, it's all about her. And then they're supposed to pivot. Do you think it's a fair advantage? Or like, do you think we're gonna be able to buy any connections that Tasha does have with these guys? If that's how it plays out? To me, my main thing when I heard about this, I had the same question. I was like, you know, these guys were picked for Claire, they were picked, you know, to be a little bit older, but Tasha is actually a little bit older than the 24, 25 year old. So it works for these guys. And also, if Tasha is showing up knowing that the guys are going to be the same, she knows what she's signing up for in that aspect. So I don't really feel bad um, for Tasha because I'm kind of just like, you know, if you didn't want those guys, then re- just you could have said no, I guess. Because um, I'm assuming she knew that it was Clara's guys that she would be going. Mm-hmm. But for the guys, they're like pulling a switcheroo on them, even though I don't really think they get that attached but then we have the whole situation, the rumors going around that that's why Clara left because somebody did get so attached. So I don't know. I feel like they're just going along with it. They can't possibly be that in love with Claire that they can't try and see something with Tasha as well. They don't know her that well. They can know Tasha better in the first day that they meet her probably. I bet they're, they were probably pumped that it was Tasha, honestly. Just because I, I hate I hate to say that because I just feel like Claire like we've seen her go through like four like three different fran- bachelor franchises and like there's nothing on her I don't know I just feel like Tasha's super cool and like um, we haven't seen her as much as maybe Claire her relationships haven't been as many headlines so I feel like maybe they were pumped about that saying not like no shade on Claire but. I, I just like, my my brother. Yeah, I guess. Sorry. My <laughs> brother is like obsessed with Tasha. So I feel like he like t- him and his friends like started watching The Bachelor and they're like, we're just going to start like when Tasha comes on. So I'm like, I don't know if that's any tell like younger telling audience. point with that. Yeah. Younger audience, like younger guy. I Absolutely. Guess. Sure. My, and she's newer on the scene. So yeah. My boyfriend loved Tasha, so I feel like what is up like, with? I mean, I think yeah. she's great, but like she I is beautiful. It from so, yeah. so many different yeah. people. Like, yeah, I guess Tasha's everyone's like bachelor queen. I th- I think so. I think so. Um, we also forget Tasha was married, which I just think is such an interesting mm-hmm. fact because obviously we watched her on Colton season and we watched her on Paradise. She was kind of like a mini bachelorette in Paradise. Her and like Hannah G. I feel like um, we saw the JPJ of it all, which that was doomed from the start. Um, but she was married to her college sweetheart. Um, then they got divorced after two years in 2017. She left to film Colton season, then um, Paradise. And she said on a podcast she was on like last year, being a Christian woman, you get married once and that's it. You know, you expect that from your partner, but you can't make someone want to be married. It's the toughest thing I've gone through. And I think that's made me so strong and fearless. And I think that's just so interesting because she is still young. She's like 29, but she's been through stuff. So it yeah. puts it in perspective that she wants, that she's serious, like a Claire who's 39. So I guess they do have similar paths in that way. 
Yeah, I agree. I feel like her being married once before makes me believe that she can settle down with somebody in this in this show because usually, you know, we saw with Hannah, even though she did get engaged at first, it kind of was like, oh, Hannah's still very young. Is she going to end up marrying this guy? Uh, I feel like Tasha is ready for marriage because she once was before, and I feel like she wouldn't be in this game if the divorce was too harsh. It's true. That's true. I hope her husband doesn't or ex-husband i part of me wants him to be messy and another part of me wants him to leave her alone i don't know i'm always rooting for the messy but then i'm like i'm the problem yeah. i'm the one who's yeah. like perpetuating the negative stuff but i just think it's so interesting because we have juan pablo out here tweeting like him and claire dated you know yesterday when it was five years ago and i think he was just upset that he was in the promos which she has no control over but like it's, it's just another layer getting to know all the exes yeah. and seeing how the exes react is one of my favorite parts of the show so confirmation that they don't really have any say in what goes into their wow. into their bios exclusive Ooh, some, <laughs> yeah. some, uh, bachelor tea yes wow. yes yes they I, and that's kind of what i assumed like they're they're mm-hmm. not written by guys like you can tell those are not mm-hmm. written by themselves but i feel like they right. do get asked a bunch of questions and then oh, they for take sure. answers from the question the answers they gave them and make it into yes. a bio so it is about like them. yes i mean like i think in their castings they're like what was your biggest childhood fear? And they're yeah. like, oh, like spiders. And then all of a sudden at the end of the bio, it's like, Matt really hates spiders. Like, yeah. you know, it's or so. They'll, right. Or they'll make a date. That's like, you have to go into like a spider, uh, like a spider room with a million spiders and have to conquer that fear. Not that that would ever yeah. be a date. Right. But like, right. that's exactly. what they do. Those like little right. tidbits. That's always the, yes. That's always like the, oh my God, I'm, I'm so afraid of heights right it's, it's always a bunch of yeah. yeah or um there was one this one guy i can't remember his name who like randomly just hates museums and i was like that's fine like i don't really like a museum mm-hmm. either but this doesn't seem relevant <laughs> to the situation but i'm sure maybe they, maybe they had nothing else which is a red flag in itself that they had nothing else that they could focus on <laughs> but his hatred for museums was the highlight overall some of the guys that stood out to me i just wanted to throw out there really quick was um jordan m i feel like he might be good for Tasha because he mm-hmm. wants a woman who has enough depth and he loves writing poetry and I just feel like I could see her falling for that um and Jason I think looks like her ex-husband so I could see that working and wait Sarah I thought that too actually I literally wrote that down like he looks like her um he looks like her ex-husband that's crazy yeah well that means it's true 100% it's a fact doppelgangers right same Um, with Jason and John B too yeah exactly and I'm also just obsessed with um Brandon, because I think he looks like Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, not as hot, but same vibe. Um, but I don't think he's going to be actually like shown very well because yeah. Chris Harrison like teased that he yeah. like, says something to Claire that sets her off, which Claire's a little sensitive. So maybe I'll give one hundred percent. But that could be an opening for like this was also one of those rumors that when this whole switch had happened or whatever happened, that some of the guys that Claire had already sent home were mm-hmm. getting called to come back. We heard that. So maybe that could be a good situation for him. I also really liked Garen. I feel like Garen could be really good for Tasha too. He's a professor um, in Southern California. He's a professor of journalism. So like he is kind of in that LA scene. It was like a professor who loves to party and have a good time. So I feel like it could be a good situation because Tasha can live like her, you know, LA influencer lifestyle, but like also have a, a, partner that has like a legit career yeah that's true too i mean it's also yeah. just fun to just throw these names out there because like if one of us is right we'll always have that even though yeah. we're literally <laughs> just right we can sit here totally. and name everybody and one of them will yeah. be okay yeah I do exactly have to say, 
I think Paige is he reminded me of Evan. I think he's gonna go out night one. His <laughs> were just so creepy. Like I just I want him out like immediately. Yeah. I don't know if that's what you mean, but I'm like, this guy just needs to go out night one. I don't want to see like the whole having to deal with Evan for multiple seasons of multiple like things. Like poor Jojo had to kiss him again. I don't know if that's too far. Like, he found love, Kelly. I know, <laughs> but that's one of my things I bring up all the time is like after everything that Carly said about him on Bachelor in Paradise, like they still got married. I guess that gives hope for other people, but she was brutal. Um, yeah. But I don't want to go on a tangent about that. Yeah. <laughs> Let them be happy. Yeah, sorry. Here for the Right Reasons is proudly sponsored by Nutrisystem. Nutrisystem is a leader in the weight loss industry, having helped millions of people lose weight over the course of more than 45 years. Do you feel like in these times of social distancing and working from home that weight gain has been creeping up on you with all the takeout and snacks? Let me tell you, you're not the only one. This is where Nutrisystem can help and get you back on track. The great thing about Nutrisystem is that it does all the calorie counting for you. The plans are designed by nutrition experts and provide you with the right balance of nutrients and the right amount of calories to help you lose weight safely. Nutrisystem is simple and convenient, and it's great getting delicious, filling meals delivered right to your door every week for way less than you would spend on takeout or delivery. And it's much healthier. All the meals are quick to prepare, and a delicious breakfast is as easy as grabbing a snack bar or a muffin on your way out the door. All you need to do is follow the perfectly portioned meal plan. It's reduced the stress of meal planning and shopping, and I'm eating so much better. There's a wide variety of recipes, and I save so much time as the meals come together quickly, which is less stressful and way less time-consuming than going to the grocery store. Nutrisystem has exceeded my expectations. My favorite foods are the NutriCrush protein and probiotic shake mix and the Italian sausage and turkey pepperoni pizza. And I can assure you that it's a great program for those looking to complete a plan to lose weight and stay healthy. Order Nutrisystem now. Go to Nutrisystem.com slash Us Weekly to get 50% off. Again, that's Nutrisystem.com slash U-S-W-E-E-K-L-Y to get 50% off. Now back to the show. I did want to ask you guys before I let you go, did you see the list of 40 potential Matt James contestants? Yes. What, first of all, um, again, almost makes us, you know, want Matt James sooner than later. So maybe not their best move, but that's their new thing, right? Like putting out 40 people and picking like 25. Why do you think that's happening? I love it because it's a smart move on their end. And I think this is why they do it is either they don't want to do all the digging that like Bachelor Reddit does, or they just trust them to find like if any of these women have done problematic shit in their lives. Because it's like, I feel like they vet all these women and they think they've done a good job. And then they're like, they put out the list of 40 and then they'll have rumors about like three of them, you know, doing something where they're like, oh, thank God they caught that. And now we won't put her on the season. I mean, totally. Yeah, but it's yeah. a good group. I gotta say, like, I was very yeah. impressed by these girls. So they were, like, intimidatingly beautiful. They were. Yeah. They're all beautiful. Mm-hmm. I feel like so there, beautiful. There's a twenty-one-year-old uh, blonde who like stuck out to me, like Hannah Ann did. Like when I saw Hannah Ann's picture when Peter's uh, girls were released, I immediately followed Hannah Ann because I was like, "This girl is gonna go really far. Something's gonna happen with her. We haven't even seen any promos, no bios. Wow. There's something in her face that is like telling me she's gonna go really far." <laughs> Same thing with this. The I forget her name. Maybe it's Kit. Kit. I don't know. Yes, Kit. Kit. That's her Blonde, name. Blonde, twenty-one years old, and she has like this innocent face that could potentially maybe cause some trouble. I'm and thinking she's, she's going to cause trouble. I don't know how far she's going to go because I think she's going to be a big red flag for here for the wrong reasons. She's like already verified on Instagram and like, is it trying to be an influencer? And like her mom oh, is Cynthia yeah. Rowley, 
Her mom's like yep. a big time fashion designer. So when you're 21 oh, and you live in sense. New York and you're an influencer and your mom's a fashion designer, like you're not going on The Bachelor to find love. I'm sorry. You're just yeah. not. Right. There's no way. I think this was literally the like prettiest group of girls like I've ever seen. Stunning. Um, Abigail, 25. She like immediately, I think she was one of the first pictures like in their like Facebook upload or whatever they did stunning but i also think it's there's such a diverse um group but also diverse uh diversity in their ages which is just gonna open yeah. up a whole door to drama like if you have a bunch of like later 20 group of girls and then like 21 there's obviously gonna be that divide there and that extra drama that like we always want and need but like i'm just so excited for him like i just like want to get to january when it airs because i think that he's gonna do such a good job yeah, I agree. Um, I had Ileana from South Salem, who's a Wilhelmina model. Mm, and yeah. I also, my cool. um, roommate grew up in the same town as her. So I'm hoping she makes it so I can try mm. to get some tea. And the same thing, I had two people DM me about Sydney from Franklin, Tennessee. I have like family friends and this like girl I'm kind of friendly with on Instagram that both know her. So I want her to make it too. Cause I'm like, if I can have these connections, I can really <laughs> yeah. start to get, get the ball rolling. So those are the two I'm rooting for strictly because I'm selfish and want drama and tea in my own life. It, <laughs> I love it because isn't it nice that now like we are around the age of the girls and boys that do go on the show because every season there's always some kind of connection mm -hmm. like like with these guys that are going on Claire's season like Brandon he is like friends with the like one of like one of my college friends home friends <laughs> went to college with Brandon amazing so, so best like, friends there's yeah like so really like no connection at all but she has been at, in social settings like with him like out and whatnot and so like it's just fun when there's some kind of connection and you can be like okay can you get some dirt like what's going on what is this guy like in real life and it's the same thing with the girls when you're like oh my god this person's like actually maybe going to be on this show <laughs> exactly i will also say i haven't said this on the show before because i was saving it but it works but dale the dale of it all which we're you know waiting to find out all that um i have a friend my cousin's friend like has partied with him several times in new york city everybody so, knows dale oh, yeah everybody knows know dale. multiple people who know dale like, <laughs> like everybody knows like, dale our co-worker with dale is that like a or is that a good it, thing i don't i think know. it's a good thing i i mean yeah, I guess so. If you're well connected, maybe you're just a fun, yeah. loving guy and you're just nice to people. And because everybody's only said good things about him. Like, it's not like he's known by everyone as being an asshole. Like, he's known yeah. by everyone as being like a fun, friendly guy. So True. I think that's a good, I think that's a good sign. Well, he's we'll like see. stunningly attractive. And yeah. even like that Chris Harrison interview with um, Lauren Zima, Chris Harrison was like, no, he's literally like breathtakingly beautiful. Like Chris Harrison was talking about <laughs> he him. Seems like, like, he's he seems oh, like he's, he's even hotter in person. Oh, like yeah. He's hot yeah. in pictures, but I feel like in person, it's a whole nother story. I feel like he just glows. Yeah. Like he has glowing yeah. skin. Absolutely. Yeah, he's like Jackson Avery vibes from Grey's Anatomy. Ooh, I feel totally. Like. Wow, that's a high compliment. I know. I he's know not fully up there. Today. Jackson's like up here. He's like getting close. I will say I will say Dale is probably a little bit taller than he is because I feel like actors are notoriously oh, short. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> that's a point for him. That's a point yep. for him. Yep. Okay. Well, before I let you guys go. Tell us all about your new Bachelor recap show that we're going to have working, right? Where is it going to be streaming? What's the situation? Uh, it will be on the Chicks in the Office YouTube. It's going to be myself, Fran, luggage guy Trent, a.k.a. Trent, Barstool Trent, and our girl Kelly Keegs, who is just a Bachelor, Bachelorette fanatic. Um, it will be yeah. right after the shows on Tuesdays. It's going to be around, like, you know, 
10 to 10 10 somewhere in that time you know because we gotta get prepared yeah. we'll and be it'll starting go for like a half an hour yeah right after yeah. the show go to the chicks in the office youtube and you can watch us there yes and we'll be live well i'll let you guys go and get back i'm sure you have you know right now you're going to three podcasts a week so i'm sure there's a lot of work work to be done um but thank you so much for coming on anytime you want to come back we're happy to have you maybe we'll have the whole gang on sometime after yeah, the love that. recap show Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for having us. And it was great to finally see you guys. Exactly. Yes. Thank you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you to Rhea and Fran of Chicks in the Office for joining us this week. Before you go, I have to introduce my interview with Tyler Cameron. Like I said, he was very candid about Hannah Brown, about Claire's season, about Matt's season. And he spilled a little bit of tea about the opening night of the show. So make sure you listen to that. Here's Tyler. Ready to talk to me, Tyler. Ready to just jump right in? I am ready to do it. Take it easy on me, all right? I mean, you are spotted with Hannah this week, Tyler. What do you want from me? <laughs> I have to ask you some Bachelor questions. Of course, have you seen... Oh, here we go. Here have, we you, go. have you seen the big news? There's a new Tyler C in town. I saw that. I saw that. I guess I got someone to root for now. Is that who you're going to root for? He's in, you know, he's in Palm Springs on Claire's season. Apparently, he's looking for a cowgirl. Um, for a cowgirl? You, yeah, that was his bio. I don't, I don't know if Claire from Sacramento is a cowgirl. I don't either. <laughs> um, looking for love in all the wrong places, I guess. Yeah, but did that make you laugh? I mean, of course, there's already people online being like, why wouldn't he just change his name? Like, we already have a Tyler C. Well, is there, is there, is there any other Tylers on this season? I think there's a Tyler S. Oh, uh, so, so then, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm pulling for him. I'm excited for him, you know? Yeah. Um, obviously, Matt's journey, your BFF, is about to begin, too. What was the last thing you guys talked about? What were your well wishes for him? Um, I just told him, you know, have fun with it. Uh, you know, be you. And I think my, my, one of my most important things is I learned from my coach, you know, back when I was playing college football is, uh, is a, he had a saying called, be, you know, he said, be where your feet are. And that's just like, be present, be in that moment, you know. And take it for what it is, you know. Don't, don't get enamored by all the glitz and glamours of what, how amazing these days can be. Be that you know, really see what this is and be in that moment and see who that girl is for you and see if it can work. Um, are you going to be having a premiere party? What is the, what are the plans for when January comes? Do you think do you think do you think I'm not gonna watch Matt's season? No, I knew you were gonna watch and then I had to change. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be I'm gonna be having a blast watching it. I'm gonna have candles cookies, all the good stuff, wine, fun, everything. Will there be live tweeting with trolling Matt or supporting Matt or a combo? Oh, I will be ripping Matt to shreds. Ripping him to shreds? Ripping him to shreds. Okay, well, what are you hoping that he does find in his quote-unquote winner? Do we have any deal breakers? Is it important for him to get your approval, vice versa? Someone that helps clean around our apartment in New York City? No. Uh, you know, someone... Uh, Matt, Matt does a great job cleaning the apartment, I must say. Um, but somebody that, you know, is ready for an adventure, ready to get up and go. Uh, you have to be super active to be with Matt, you know. Um, but also someone who's, like, able to have, like, serious talks. Matt's deep. Matt likes to have these big, you know, connecting conversations. And so I think that's going to be super important for him and finding his partner, somebody he can really connect on a deeper level with. So hopefully he's able to get to that person and find that person quickly. What did you give him tips wise, as far as just production of the shows show goes, because I'm sure, you know, he was supposed to be on Claire season. Now he's just the full on lead. Yeah. I tell quick. you what, like, like when I first got on the show, I blacked out. Like I saw the lights, I saw Hannah, I freaked out. I don't even remember what I said at the beginning, you know, 
like halfway through, I was like, holy crap, I had these lines I've been trying to tell her the whole time, and now I forgot them. Uh, you know, but, you know, that'll, you know, in a week or so, I told her, I was like, look, the first week may be hard with cameras, you know what I mean? Maybe you will, but, like, after a week goes by, like, you start to own it, you start to kill it, and, like, you just have fun with it, you know? Just my main thing is have fun and 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 be who you are. Don't 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 waver. Just be you. I know you said you blacked out, but in general, did you have any advice on how to get? That was my first. That was my first sober blackout. <laughs> I mean, it must be a wild experience, out of body type of experience, I would assume. Yeah. A sober blackout. Yeah, it was. Um, do you have any advice in general for contestants on how to stand out to the lead or Matt specifically? Uh, don't do what I did on the first night. Definitely try and talk to the person. You know, I didn't talk to the person the first night, um, but uh, yeah, you know, you you, you gotta use the time on camera and off camera to really see if that connection is real and that what that connection is you know you know any chance you get to talk to somebody do it you know don't 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 wait don't wait you know wait your time in line be polite but you know how it worked out for some other people but you know just be you have fun um obviously this year has been different for a lot of reasons but it's also been um you know the bachelorette and the bachelor in one location versus traveling do you yeah. think that that is a good thing or a bad thing, an advantage, a disadvantage? Changes the show. I'm sure. hoping. I'm hoping it's a, it sucks because there's so many cool places you get to travel to, right? Like that's no, that's, that's the not everybody understands that. But I think this is going to be really good for the connections. I think that there won't be so many travel because there's not any travel days. There's not really many dead days. You know what I mean? There's there's not B-roll to be filmed at the new country every week. You know, like. I think these days hopefully can be used to spend more time together with that person or with, with like all the you know people. So I'm hoping that it allows for better connections, which I think it could. Is there any chance you can see you popping up in Pennsylvania to give your friends some, some friendly tips or some chats? It, so we have a, we have a SOS signal that we have somewhere and that if it doesn't work out, he knows how to find me. Wow. We have this elaborate plan and then I will come rescue him. Wow. That's, that's so hopefully the SOS system doesn't happen. So the only way, if, if he needs you and you have to come running, otherwise you're probably going gonna to stay away. I, let him do his thing. Okay. I mean, Tyler, we obviously saw that you were with Hannah these last couple of days in LA. You know her, Hannah Brown? Ever heard of her? You saw that? I saw a picture. Did you not oh. see the picture? No. Oh, yes, well. I saw the picture, of course. <laughs> Those Bachelor fans, Tyler, you can't do anything. They will find you. I know, I know. First of all, does it surprise you that a year later there are still people, I would say, freaking out when they see that you guys are even friends still? Uh, this this bachelor fan base has, has you know, they never see it so amazing. They always, they don't, I'm not surprised. But uh, they're awesome. You know, they're amazing. They, they show so much support to me and Hannah. So I can't thank them enough for that. But yeah, we were just hanging out, actually, you know, at a little restaurant. And that was, you know, that's it. So has that, that ship has 100% sailed. We don't have like a 1% chance that you guys might give it one last shot. <laughs> we're friends. We're friends. We need to learn how to be friends. You know what I mean? Like we, we've, we've struggled, you know, with our relationship and trying to figure out what it is and what, I, you know, but we, uh, we're in a great place right now with each other. And it's, it's great to be able to hang out, you know, grab dinner, hang out and just, it's, it's fun. You know, Hannah's an amazing person and, it's good to have, you know, be in a better place than we've been. So you struggled. So there was maybe something to that Florida quarantine for a hot minute there. <laughs> we were just trying to be friends and we couldn't even figure that out then. It's a complicated thing that you guys only understand because you were on the show together. 
But in, exactly. Bachelor, in Bachelor Nation, you guys, a lot of people have a way of becoming friends with their exes and whoever. Why do you think that is? It's just because it's bonding of the unique experience? I try to be friends with all my exes. You know what I mean? There's no point in having enemies. Uh, you know, I, I think it's, uh, if you can be, it's, it's a maturity thing. Like, I think, you know, being able to have a, you know, a friendship with them, even though your past wasn't the best thing or, you know, didn't work out. Like, it's, 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 it's a sign of a mature friendship. And if we share a bond that is definitely, like, you know, a lot of people on this show share a bond that no one really understands or goes through. So it's, like, good to have someone that you can go back and forth with and talk through and help go through things. Um, dating after the show in general, harder or easier for you? I'd definitely say it's been harder because I haven't been able to figure it out. <laughs> um, you know, I'm, uh, you know, hopefully I can figure that part of my life out here soon and, and find somebody. But, you know, whatever happens, happens. I got so much stuff going on in my life. I'm just trying to figure that out first. I'm sure. Um, were you planning to be in Mexico this summer if there wasn't a pandemic or no? Yeah, I'm trying to go to Tulum. With Chris Harrison or no? Nah. <laughs> no Bachelor in Paradise for you? I'll, I'll go to Paradise if they let me come be Wells' uh, co-bartender. Okay. Why, yeah. no, why no more dating in Bachelor Nation? You just not into it? Yeah, I tried it. <laughs> That's true. It didn't quite work. It. It. it almost was, worked. I'm going to try something else. Okay. Okay. Um, well, something, <laughs> we're, something we're asking everyone in Bachelor Nation, I don't know if you're going to have an answer for this, but we're asking everyone to play matchmaker. Are there any two people that you think should reach out to each other and try to make it, make it a thing? Uh, in Bachelor Nation? Mm-hmm. Oh. Tasha and JPJ. Oh, you want them to go, go around too? <laughs> um, Clay and, Clay and uh, Nicole. Okay. We love to, we want to bring all the exes back together, sure. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's 2021. Maybe to be the year that everyone comes back together. Who knows? <laughs> 2021, they can come back together and you can come back to reality TV dating. It'll be great. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I'll be like as a bartender. It'd be great. Okay. Um, I have to ask you about the Sway Boys, your new best friends. Tell me everything about <laughs> working out with them. Yeah, you know they're uh, they're 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 uh, they're they're great kids. Uh, they've they've gone through a lot. They're thrown in this crazy world of you know fame and all this stuff. I've known them for almost a year now. Uh, but uh, good dudes, and you know enjoy working out with them, hearing their perspective on things their stories of LA and it's it's bizarre it's bizarre for sure but uh those guys live it they live it up that's for sure they have seen some things I'm sure at their young age um is this was this YouTube content you guys are working on together I assume um there's some of that but it was just like kicking it with them and catching up and kind of you know seeing them you know my brother is, is good buddies a lot of those kids so you know I kind of stay in contact with him and through them so so it's cool to catch up you, you petitioned for Matt to kind of be The Bachelor, be on the show. Because, like, a year ago when they would ask you, that was... You remember that? Oh, I, I always said Matt for The Bachelor. Every Matt time. Every you time. Speak things in, you speak things into the existence and they happen. So are we speaking any of your other friends or your brothers, perhaps, into Bachelor Nation? Um, you know, my, my boy Brown Bear back here is calling his name out. Uh, but, uh, you know, I would love to see... Uh, you know, I don't think my middle brother would want to do it. I think he'd be great for it. He, he, he's, he's very genuine. Um, and then my youngest brother, Ryan, he's like the most fun kid there is. So I think he'd be great for it. Y'll, I'm throwing him to the wolves. Y'all can have him. Uh, um, but my buddy, JP Caruso, 
you know, he was uh, he was supposed to go on the show, mm -hmm. and then they 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 kicked him off because he was he's an, he was too young for Claire. So uh, so we gotta get him back. Okay, that's good. He's had he's had contact. He made it, and then just you know. And then they sent him home before Claire before Claire even got to see. You know, everyone loves a good Florida boy. Could he have been good for Tasha? Could have been. Tasha might have liked him. They messed that one up there because he's a fun kid. I mean, Florida, guys, Florida boys are different. You know, we bring energy. Oh yeah, is that a thing? <laughs> yes, Florida. Florida yeah, that's a different brand. Good to know. I didn't know that. So they need more Florida guys on the Bachelor. Is what you're more saying? More Florida guys on the Bachelor. But okay. I need to pick them out. They can't pick them out. They need to come to me to pick them out because I, they, pick, they picked out some bad ones. I mean, you gave them Matt. Maybe they should have you as a consultant. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I have a few Bachelor confessions to ask you. Bring it on. Okay. First question. Who from your season are you still in touch with? Um, I say I'm in the most touch with Dylan from my season. Uh, Dustin, Mike. Peter, it was probably the main crew I talked to the most. Um, but Dylan definitely, Dylan definitely. Dylan's knows. wedding. Um, yeah, I'll be, uh, I'm gonna be one of the bridesmaids. I had a feeling Hannah was gonna. I'm team, I'm, I'm team Hannah. <laughs> okay, when was the last time you spoke to Luke P? <laughs> uh, I, I have. That would be an interesting conversation, though. I would what love. Would you, say? To, you know, maybe, maybe me and Luke P will have to get together and chat one of these days. That could um, be a good YouTube video. That could be a good YouTube video. Brown Bear, you hear that? Yeah, I want it. Write it down. Um, See your producer? Yeah, what? See your YouTube producer and friend? He, he makes it all happen. Um, but, uh, you know, I, don't, I haven't talked to him. Uh, I hope he's doing well. You know, I hope he's, you know, in a, in a better place and doing, you know, whatever he loves to do. Best and worst part about living in the Bachelor mansion? <sighs> Best part was... The best part was the like the food. There was always food. Loved to eat. Worst part was they keep you up at night. That's they keep you. You know, you're, it's late nights in the bachelor mansion, but they're fun nights. So I mean, I had a blast. So I can't. There's not really any negative. Okay. Um, you said picking out an engagement ring was the most terrifying thing you ever did. On a scale of one to ten, how terrifying was it, and why? Twelve. <laughs> Twelve. I was freaking out. I was like, I, like that whole that was such a scary thing to do. And like, I remember, I remember being there. I'm like, uh, that one, no, that one, uh, no, 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 that one. I just like couldn't figure it out. I was like asking people. Everyone's like, we can't help you from it with this. This is you, you know. And I was just like, oh god, I'm gonna make it the worst decision. And I was like, you know what? Just give me the biggest one there is. That fits. That fits Hannah's, you know, personality. A big personality, big ring, and that's kind of how I came to my answer at the end of it. I couldn't come up with any better reasoning. Hey, at worst comes worst. If you got the big one and you guys kept it, you could have sold it and made money. So, uh, look at you. Look at you. That doesn't sound like a true commitment to love. That sounds like a schemer over there. Well, you did. Unfortunately, what, are you are you dating anybody right now? No, I'm not. You better be careful when he buys you that engagement ring. You're just going to go pawn it off, it sounds like. Okay, I'm just saying if Neil Lane was offering me a ring, I'd probably get the biggest one, too, just in case. Okay, okay. That's called being savvy. <laughs> savvy. Oh, well, savvy or sketchy. <laughs> Whatever. I'm not being interviewed, Tyler. I'm just kidding. Um, We're flipping the table, all right? I'm what else do you want to ask now. me? So when was your last date? It's been a long time. Oh, Thank you. <laughs> the East Coast is still, we're still, we're getting right back into it. Um, okay. It's been a year since the show aired. 
Looking back, do you have any regrets or feel like the producers pressured you into doing anything? No, uh, there's zero regrets. And the producer, I never felt pressured by them at all. I felt like I was always able to, you know, come up with my own decisions and say no to things I didn't want to do. And, and it was, uh, they were great to me, you know, so there was, there's no regrets. I, I did everything I wanted to do. The only regret I had was not speaking to her night one, you know, that's my biggest regret. And like, cause that put me behind the eight ball. I felt like, but besides that, I could that, have changed things. I think that could, well, it could have like, cause my relationship started slower, you know, than everyone else's. And so I think that could have definitely helped speed things up and get things rolling. And uh, so that was my only regret, but like, you know, producers are great to me. They treat me well. They treat, you know, they treat us well. If, if you're a good guy, you'll be a good guy on the show. If you're a bad guy, you're just going to turn out, you'll be a bad guy on the show. It's a pressure cooker. Everything that's true will come out. I like that. They can't turn, they can, you know, change things, but they can't change. The they can put some cute music behind me and make me sound even nicer, but that's about it, you know? Was there anything when you did watch the show back? Because I know you also revisited some stuff. Or I, I think you did for YouTube too. That surprised you or that you had forgotten about? I've only watched. So the only thing I revisit is my uh, intro. I haven't revisited a lot of the stuff yet. Uh, I plan to. Um, but, uh, you know, I, was, I, just, I, I never watched it. I've only watched it all once. I haven't gone back and watched it twice yet. I'm scared to. But I remember watching a lot of the stuff in the beginning. It's like this, like hiding behind my shirt. Like, I can't believe I just said that. You're such a cheese ball. Like, you know. I think it worked for you, though. I'm cheesy. I'm cheesy. I'm cheesy. I'm goofy. It works, you know. Can you tell us one thing that you and Hannah talked about in the fantasy suites? One thing. Uh, I told her what kind of pasta I liked. Oh, what, what is that? Can you tell me? Or yeah, not I, that, that was a bad joke. Remember when she was, like, she was arguing with Luke P? She's like, I just want to know what pasta oh. you like. <laughs> I didn't remember that, but thank you for bringing yeah. that um one thing i told her in the fantasy suite uh i don't know we we talked we covered a lot of things in there you know just like that was a time you know there was a time you know she was trying to get a lot out of me you know questioning me and stuff like that and i was like, look i'll tell you these things but i'm only telling you these things like in the fantasy suite behind closed doors you know that's not for everyone to know and those are things we discuss and those are things that are between us so so you can't really tell me one thing but you can tell me that you you talked yeah, we talked, we hung out, you know, we enjoyed each other's company. It was a great night. And that was, that was that. And um, when was the last time you spoke to Gigi Hadid? Just throwing that out there. A long time ago. You know, I don't know. She, yeah, a long time ago. But I'm excited for her. She's going to be a great mother. Any other famous people sliding in your DMs that you're not going to tell me about, but just tell me that they're there? Yeah. Um, the guy from Greece. I'm just kidding. No one's reached out in my DMs. You did dance in your intro. Didn't you do a little bit like a... Yeah, they're, they're, they're getting me ready for Grease 3. That's what, that's what the DM was about. Your hair is getting long. I can see it. Yeah, yeah. That's why I haven't cut it yet. No, I just need to cut it. Um, but no, no, one, no one's been to my DMs. All right. Just Hannah. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> well, is there anything else you want to tell me about your partnership and these live uh, Instagram workouts and everything that's going on? Yeah, you know, make sure you guys check it out. It'll be super fun. Um, you know, they, they're doing a lot of great things. They're, they're, they're working with great people. Uh, they got, you know, doctors and nutritionists and all these important, you know, scientific people involved that are able to help, you know, really teach us what's going on. Like, I'm excited to learn about sleep because I struggle with that, you know, and have some a real doctor sit there and teach me, you know, my ways and what I got to do better. And it'll be really good. So I'm excited for it. 
Thank you all for joining me for another episode of Here for the Right Reasons. We will be back next week with a premiere recap of Claire's season. I'm so excited. Make sure you subscribe and leave a five-star review on iTunes. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.